0: Hi, this is your host, Della Rem. Welcome to today's episode of Master Your Being, a show where I talk about how to master your thoughts, feelings, and behavior while sharing my own journey of self-mastery with you along the way. Be sure to follow me on social media to see what I'm up to. You can find me on Facebook, TikTok, and Mastodon by searching for The Della Rem. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. Hey folks, it's Della. Welcome to, welcome back to Master Your Being. I hope you are doing well. Have you had a good couple of weeks? I took a little break last week and I am back. So let's talk about the mundane experiences that we all have. And this is going to be specifically for you if you live with other people. Um, and how you manage those relationships, So what I talk about all the time, of course, is managing yourself within the experience. You can't control other people and you don't have control over external circumstances. So that means that when you live with other people, you get into this place where those things collide, right? You get into this place where you don't have control over what the other person does with the, with their toothbrush or the toothpaste or their laundry Or how they put the towel back on the rack in the bathroom or any of those things. Or what they do with their clutter or their stuff. You you don't have any control over those things. I can remember when I wrote, back when I wrote The Emotional Truth. This was a topic that I was starting to understand at that point when I wrote that book. And my understanding of this idea has shifted since I wrote that book and you can go read it. It's available on Amazon right now. Um, but it's interesting how this plays. So here's, here's how this is meant to work. Because you don't have control over that, those things. Your job is to manage that within yourself. Your job is not to project that onto other people, to make them do them, do things the way you want them to. Put the toilet on the toilet paper holder hold the right way, right? And the big debate, is it up or down, right? We have the big debate. We don't have control over those things. So we have to understand why they frustrate us. Why are we so attached to those ideas of how things should be? How the, um, the towel should look on the towel rack. How the toilet paper is supposed to look on its holder. Where the laundry is supposed to go when you take your clothes off to change to go to bed at night. What you do with the toothpaste or your toothbrush after you brush your teeth. Those kinds of things. Why are we attached to that? What is it? about those things that creates an attachment for us and it creates an unhealthy attachment it creates an unhealthy relationship with things around us because now suddenly we go around and we nitpick at those things right somebody makes a sandwich and they don't clean the crumbs off the counter whatever it is right and we nitpick at those things and we harp on the people around us to do things the way we want them to do it. And we get mad and frustrated when they don't. And my question to you is, what is the attachment? Why is that such a bothersome thing for you? What is it? Is it just because you've decided that's the way it should be? Is it because your mom raised you like that and that's the way it's always been and that's how you're always going to do it? Is it because that's how you think it looks the best? Is it because you're worried about what other people are thinking when they come into your home? What is it that's got you attached to those ideas of how things should be? And why do you take that pain out on the people around you? Because that attachment is pain. It's your pain. The people around you are doing you a favor by triggering it for you. And yes, they're doing you a favor because they're showing you it's there so that you can deal with it. So that you can fix that, heal that, work through that, deal with that, so that those things are no longer bothering you. So here's what that results in when you do that work. And I had to do this work for myself, by the way. I I absolutely had to do this. I had a thing with cleaning. It made me feel very much like Cinderella. It made me feel like very much like if I started doing it, and this was all my lack of self-confidence thing talking, my, my wonky perception that I had, that if I started cleaning, that people would form these ridiculous expectations of me and that it would take me down a rabbit hole and I would have to clean 23 hours a day in order to keep up to people's expectations. That no matter what I did when I cleaned the house, it was never going to be good enough. It was never going to be right. There was always going to be a problem and I was going to be forever fixing those kinds of issues. That was the rabbit hole that I went down in my head. It wasn't true, but that's the where I went. So... I get this because it was something that I had to work through, right? And I also had the thing where I wasn't necessarily happy with how the people around me were leaving their stuff around or doing what they were doing. There were things there that bothered me, right? And that fed into that idea that I was just going to spend my life cleaning, that nobody was ever going to pick up after themselves or take care of themselves. If I started doing it, then, you know, I, I would be the one doing it. I it would turn me into Cinderella. And how many of you have that fear? That if you stop harping on those things and you stop projecting that pain out, that those people are just going to do even more things and leave even more for you to clean up or create more of a mess or cause more of a problem for you. How many of you have that idea? Probably a lot of you. And that's probably one of the reasons why you hesitate to stop doing what you're doing, to stop harping on the problems and projecting that pain out. So if you heal the pain, it offers you a choice. If you heal the pain within yourself, it's going to offer you a choice. It's going to offer you clarity. And the choice is going to be to either leave it where it is, leave the toothpaste where it is, leave the crumbs on the counter, leave the laundry on the floor, whatever it is, leave it where it is, or go and just pick it up and and take care of it and not worry about it. You're going to have two options. Those are basically the choices, do it or don't. You don't like those options because you want the third option to be make other people do it. But that option isn't available. You can't make other people do anything. That third option is not on the table. It's not available. You're taking responsibility for yourself within the experience, not trying to make other people take responsibility for their experiences. You're managing yourself within the experience. So this is about you and how you respond or react to those things going on around you, not about what other people are doing or not doing. So now your job is to make a choice with the options you have available, because this is what you have control over. You have control over whether or not you do the thing, pick the stuff up, whatever it is. You have control over that. That's all you have control over. So you get to decide which one to do. And when you heal the pain, and when you let go of the fear of it turning into a situation where nobody ever picks up anything or does anything for themselves, when you let go of all of that, you will probably make the choice to go ahead and pick up the laundry and put the toothpaste away and do all of those things. And if you pay no mind to what other people are doing, if you pay absolutely no attention to what other people are doing and you tune that whole thing out and you just go about your day and you do the things and you pick up the stuff and you clean up after people and you do what you do and you start taking care of people and you do it from a genuine place because now you've removed all of the pain in that you've healed all of the pain in that for yourself so there's none there and you genuinely just take care of people because that's what you do you will find that the people around you will balance on their own they will get better part of the reason why you struggle is because people don't like to be told what to do they don't like They don't like the pain being projected. They don't like being blamed. They don't like being argued with. They don't like being yelled at. They don't like those things. And so it causes them to sort of stay stuck in their way of being. They won't move. They won't shift. They won't change. They won't do anything differently because the pain prevents them. Their own pain prevents them from doing that. But a lot of their own pain is just the crap they've picked up from you. So when you stop throwing your crap around and you manage yourself in the experience in such a way that you're no longer, you're just happily taking care of, of the people around you and you're not worrying about it anymore. Eventually those people start to come around. They will balance. And I found that to be true in my own experience. The people around me began to balance better when I stopped projecting all the pain and I stopped worrying about it. It made a massive difference to the functionality of my home. Now, did it happen instantly? No, I had to wait because I had to let people come around, right? So what about in the meantime? What about while you're waiting? Or what about if it never happens? What if they never balance? That's okay too. Because if you've healed the pain, if you've dealt with that thing that's causing you to be upset, then it won't matter whether they come around or not. You'll stop caring. And the fear of them getting worse or doing even more becomes unfounded. Because you see, the thing is, even when you're in people-pleasing mode, if you're offering resentment, that's pain and people continue to do things. If you turn yourself into a martyr, you're offering pain and people continue to do things and maybe even get worse. You have to do it from a very genuine place, but in order to get there, you have to heal the pain. And for some of you, you may just decide to leave it there. I mean, that's a valid option too. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. You may just decide to say, "Screw it, dirty laundry gets to stay on the floor." Right? I'm not picking up after people. Right? And that's okay too. Again, as long as you're doing it from a genuine place. It doesn't matter, right? It's the pain that causes you to argue with it, right? You argue with the choice to either pick it up or not. You you argue that other people should be doing X, Y, and Z and they're not. But when you argue that what other about what other people should be doing, you punt your power outside of you. Now your ability to be okay is based on what the other person is doing or not doing. Why do you make them responsible for your ability to be happy or be okay in your own life? Why do you make them responsible for that? How is that helping you? They aren't. We have some of these ridiculous ideas in society, and this is one of them, that our job is to go around making other people happy. We legitimately are taught people pleasing behaviors as healthy ways of being in relationships. And that is simply not true. We are taught that taking care of ourselves is bad and selfish. Not true. We need to shift the conversation around what healthy relationships look like. Healthy relationships look like two people who make themselves happy individually without projecting it onto the other person and then figure out how to be happy when they come together as a couple. Romantic or otherwise. Friendships doesn't matter. When you come together as a pair, you figure out where the common ground is. So you have you, you have them, and then you have the common ground in the middle. But you have to be responsible for your making yourself happy and they have to be responsible for making themselves happy. And then when you both are happy and you come together, now, now you have a solid relationship because there are no expectations of the other person to do anything differently. The other person no longer has to change. They no longer have to jump through hoops. They no longer have to do tricks to figure out how to please you because you're okay within yourself. You've learned to manage yourself within the experience to the point where you're okay on your own. And you don't need them to change in order for that to be true. And you would be surprised what happens when you get to that place where you don't need other people to do anything differently in order for you to be okay. You would be surprised at how much life changes when that happens. And the fear makes you think that life is going to be completely out of control and chaos. If you don't continually try to control other people. And I'm here to tell you that that fear is not true. All it does is keep you stuck in being miserable in your own life. All you have to do is manage yourself within the experience by figuring out how to get okay with it. By dealing with that fear, by dealing with your own pain and the resentment and whatever else you got going on there, that's your job to deal with. That's your job to figure out. My lack of confidence, made my perception super wonky. Right? So I just saw doing anything for anybody as the quickest way to make sure that they piled a thousand expectations on me. To make sure that I became a slave to other people. I already was in many respects because of my perception of because of how I functioned in the world. But doing things for other people pretty much guaranteed that I was going to be a slave. And it was sort of like a um, the last nail in the coffin kind of thing. There was no way that I was doing anything for anybody ever. Because it was going to be trouble if I did. Because I didn't have the confidence... In myself to simply do it and understand that I could have limits that I didn't have to do everything and that I didn't have to take on other people's crap that I could have limits there that I could create a limit or a boundary of sorts that I didn't have to pick up what everybody else was throwing around. So being confident in your ability to manage yourself and then not take on other people's stuff makes a big difference in your ability to manage yourself within that experience. This is how we deal with the mundane. This is how we deal with the day-to-day experience of living with other people. We get to that place of acceptance. We can't change it. And when I talk about other people, I'm referring to other adults, right? The parent-child relationship is a different relationship entirely. Right? But even there, there are places where this works just as well because when you project pain onto your children you're teaching your children pain and you're teaching them how to respond to other people's pain when you project your pain on them and expect them to cater to you in whatever way that is whatever that looks like you're teaching them that that's how they respond to pain it's an unintentional thing but that's what you're doing we all do it i've done it So if you want to teach your children a better way forward, then you stop projecting your pain onto them while teaching them how to manage themselves within their own experience in such a way that isn't offering pain. But in order to do that, you have to be aware of your own pain and your own stuff. Right. So the parent child relationship is a very different relationship. But when you deal with other adults, it is very much you don't have control over them. They don't have control over you. You have to figure out how to manage. Okay, this is what it looks like. Right. And ideally, you both have a space or a table or an area in your home that is yours, right? So if one person's a neat neck and the other person is a clutter freak, then the clutter freak has a table where they can put all the clutter they want and you have an area in the home that is absolutely immaculate. And then you figure out without the pain how to manage the remainder of the home. But when you do it without pain, it means you're no, there's no resentment. Right? There's no resentment. There's no anger there. There's no frustration. There's simple acceptance that this is how this other person is. And I'm going to be okay with that. I'm going to accept that and be okay with it and not argue with it and not try to change them in some way. And I'm going to figure out a way to navigate that makes sense. Whether that means you're picking up the dirt, the, the clutter or leaving the clutter there, it doesn't matter. But the point is you're finding a way to navigate that allows you both to be okay. And the way to do that. Is to first heal the pain because it's the pain that blocks the clarity. You can't get there from there. You have to heal the pain. The pain becomes the blockade, the hurdle in the road that you have to be able to get around. Well, the only way to do that is to deal with the pain. Why does it bother you so much? Why is that so frustrating to you? Why is that a problem? Right? And don't defend the problem because I don't like the way it looks. Don't defend the problem. Why is that a thing? Where did that idea come from? What's the pain in that? Probably goes back to childhood. Whatever ideas your parents or caregivers passed on to you, what is it? Release those ideas. Release the fear of what if. Release all of that and then figure it out. you got to get through the pain first you got to get through the pain first and you can't drag the other person with you so if they refuse to heal the pain then you have to figure out how to navigate that right because here's the choice i stay in the relationship or i leave the relationship those are the choices So if I'm choosing to stay in the relationship, then I got to figure out how to be okay in the experience without trying to make the other person change. So what does that look like? How do I do that? What pain do I have to heal in order to do that? The clarity will come when you remove the pain. You'll get the clarity. You'll know what you want to do and what you need to do. It'll make sense to you, right? Every single relationship you have with any person, place, thing, or experience is a choice. Your relationship to clutter is a choice. Your relationship to dust is a choice. Your relationship to the toothpaste on the bathroom sink is a choice. Your relationship with crumbs on the counter is a choice. Your relationship with laundry on the floor is a choice. Your relationship with the person that does those things is also a choice. Those things are all relationships between you and the experience you're having. And how you react to that relationship or respond to that relationship is a choice. And to react and respond in the way that you want to requires you to heal the pain. You'll find the truth of what you actually want from the experience when you heal the pain. That's when the clarity comes. When I dealt with the pain, I realized I actually did want to do certain things that I was okay with doing certain things, but I had to heal the pain to get there. And that was when I started doing lots of things that I, was, I wasn't doing previous. But I had to heal the pain to get there. I came to it slowly. It took a while, but I got there and you can too. You will figure it out. But you have to heal the pain of that experience first. Each of those things is an individual relationship that you have. And you have to decide what you're going to do with each relationship. Pick it up or not. Be in the relationship or not deal with it or not, right? It's always a choice. Right? And if you do it and you're patient, what you'll find often is that the people around you come around. And even if they don't, learning how to be okay and not needing them to change is where your power is that's acceptance learning to be okay without needing anything to change it's nice when it does I'll tell you that but can you be okay anyway even if it doesn't that stuff's hard isn't it it's hard because you can apply that to everything every situation is that can I be okay if it doesn't change That's acceptance. Every situation is that. Can I figure out how to be okay with this thing being there? Whether you're talking about the trauma in your past, to the laundry on the floor, to your situation at work, to the car that you drive, to the home that you live in, to whatever. Everything is that. Can you be okay? If your life were to stay exactly the same and never, ever change again, which will never happen, obviously. But if that were true, could you find a way to be okay in the life you're in right now? If you had to live your life in the scenarios that you're in right now, and it was not going to change for the remainder of your existence, your time on this planet, could you be okay with that? Could you figure out how to be okay with that? Right? And we're, I'm assuming a lot of mundane experience here, right? That's what we're going for here. Right? Could you be okay in the mundane experience that you have on the day to day? right now if it never changed could you be okay with it and if not then figure out where the pain is within yourself not in other people in yourself right figure out how to be okay figure out acceptance Figure out how to allow. That's the work. That's the work. And those mundane things, like laundry and crumbs on the counter, are simple ways to begin the process that aren't life altering. They're simple ways of beginning to understand yourself in the experience because they aren't life altering. They aren't huge. They're little. They're little things in the grand scheme of things, they're really small can you figure out how to manage those and get okay that's your work all right i'm gonna leave it there i hope that was helpful to you if it was please share like subscribe from whatever platform you're listening to me on thank you so much for listening everybody i appreciate you and i will i should be back next week why not i will talk to you next week have a good one everybody bye for now Thank you so much for listening to Master Your Being with me, your host, Della Ram. You can subscribe to my podcast and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Don't forget to catch me on my next episode. I'll see you soon.